It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It is Friday. We made it to Friday and another weekend is here. Uh, so let's uh, let's start out with some news. Five children were on a Springfield school bus when it was involved in a crash yesterday morning. It happened yeah. at the intersection of University Street and Holland just before 9 a.m. when the driver of a pickup truck ran a stop sign. That truck hit the bus and then the bus hit a big tree in someone's front yard. One child had minor injuries, as did the bus driver, an aide and the driver of the truck. The bus was on its way to Jarrett Middle School at the time. That's not the only bus involved in a crash yesterday. 15 students were on board a bus uh, on Highway 176 in Miriam Woods yesterday as well when it collided with a pickup truck. The driver of the truck suffered minor injuries. No one else was hurt. Wow, that's that's rare. We usually don't hear about school buses involved in crashes, and then there's two in one day in our area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. A fugitive from South Carolina just arrested in Baxter County, Arkansas. 27-year-old man had felony warrants for second-degree domestic violence. He also had a probation violation on a charge of threatening the life of a public official. He will now be extradited back to South Carolina. But it's weird that, that a fugitive from South Carolina just found, and then yesterday we told you about the kid uh, from Washington State that was just found in the Ozarks, too. He had been missing since June or July uh, of last year, uh, and they just found him. So that's those are two pretty high-profile high deals, missing people. One was a fugitive, one was a kid, but uh, they all wound up, wound up in the Ozarks. Does your mic work? Are you on? Yes. You got anything on. to say? <laughs> Uh, no, I was letting it's you move on. I do think it's unique also, but, uh, okay. I, I, right. I just had nothing to add. And, and honestly, I can't get over, um, most people are listening to us, but your shot and your audio are a little off this morning. Um, tell the good folks what's happening over there. Well, I got a couple of issues happening. Number one, I forgot my work, my, my computer at work yesterday. And I use that very often to do this. Uh, and B, uh, the brand new computer, the brand new laptop that we bought right before Christmas is shot. It is not working at all. And it says it's got big problems that I'm going to have to take it in. So I got two computers that aren't working properly. One is my fault. Uh, so I'm on my phone doing this, uh, doing this particular podcast. I was hoping nobody noticed. <laughs> um, I can't not notice. Sorry. I was like staring yeah. at the screen because... Just interesting. Go ahead with the news. It's fine. Great. Uh, Missouri's attorney general taking legal action now to remove from office St. Louis Circuit attorney Kim Gardner. Uh, the AG had given Gardner until noon yesterday to resign or be forcibly removed from her position. It comes after a 17-year-old volleyball player was critically injured and really forever maimed in a crash caused by a man who was supposed to be on house arrest, uh, but was out driving a car illegally. The victim was visiting St. Louis with her family. Imagine this. For a volleyball tournament, walking back to their downtown hotel, when this driver, out of control, hit several cars, and they pinned the young girl between two cars. Her injuries were so bad that she lost both legs. Horrific. 
the AG argues that the man should have been in jail and that it was uh, the circuit attorney's dereliction of duty that did not keep him behind bars. So that is why the AG of Missouri is saying that she is not fit for office and should 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 have resigned. She didn't. She says it's a political gamesmanship uh, at any rate. That's that's the situation. So there's more to come in the St. Louis area. That will be interesting. Um, as you remember from news, there were a lot of stories that I did over what local sheriffs, many of them called catch and release, which was this story. Basically, they they arrest a person, send them to jail um, and then they get out almost immediately, even if they have a laundry list of things against them. Um, and at the state level in prison, um, that would keep happening. And the, the public would be under their perception that Ethan was going to spend 50 years behind bars for said crime. But, you know, when you broke it down, they only were spending, you know, whatever it is, 20% of that sentence, um, that might be, that might be a a stretch 20%, but not even half of the sentence in, Many cases, um, and Sheriff Roy Cole in Webster County was always fighting for what he called truth in sentencing. Like, in other words, right. when you say this on the news, it makes it sound like they're going to be locked up for life. Right. But in reality, it's like not even close. Anyway. I, so well, I agree because otherwise it's a scam that you're, you're lying to people, basically. That's, that's what, in essence, it is. If you tell people, oh, they're going to spend 30 years and knowing that they're only going to spend two, that's a massive difference. And and, uh, I know this, the attorney, the former attorney general had a lot of problems with uh, this particular uh, circuit attorney in St. Louis, Kim Gardner, as well. So uh, she was the prosecutor, right? Wasn't she used to be the prosecutor? Uh, Circuit attorney, it's the same thing, right? Well, I mean, no, not exactly. I mean, depending, I don't know how they have their setup. I guess yeah, maybe I think I think it's the same thing. So her office is in charge of prosecuting. Therefore, should have done a better job with this guy to keep him off the street. Hmm. Interesting. All right, we'll, we'll watch it because she's a known name. Um. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, Springfield Public School System is moving away from annualized pay. This is interesting. Uh, That means that the district will no longer spread out pay over the course of the year, but rather will pay their salary only over the weeks that they work, not over the summer. Uh, The biggest change will be on non-exempt hourly workers uh, who will not or now only be paid for the hours they worked um, for the entire year unless they also work summer school. So same amount of money, I guess. Right. But just. Well, I think, no, I think for the hourly workers, I think they got they got extra pay that maybe they didn't do because they were looped into the year round deal. And it was it was a certain amount. So uh, that's the argument in that. And they're arguing, I think, that they now won't get paid for the the work if they don't work over the summer they just won't get paid hmm. uh yeah that's interesting too especially like if it's been that way for i don't know that would be very difficult on a family who's budgeted for that way forever and then i don't know anywho 
Um, all right. The city of Springfield is planning to renovate historic city hall to the tune of $10 million, calling it a Springfield landmark with historical significance. Uh, the city says the project will likely present some complex challenges during renovation. The project will include interior work on three floors to make the building compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act. The city is requesting qualifications for a construction manager for that renovation. 10 million bucks is a lot of money. I know that. So they must be expecting some major problems. Uh, the raise Governor Parson also uh, wanted for the state employees will, in fact, happen. Missouri state employees will get an 8.7% pay raise since lawmakers approved a bill this week. It will go into effect next month, assuming the governor signs it, which we are pretty sure he will. A Republican state senator wants Missouri to eliminate the personal property tax on vehicles that are more than 10 years old. Uh, the bill would make your vehicle tax go down each year uh, gradually and then disappear after year 10. It would also reduce the assessment percentage from what it is now, 33.3%, down to 31% of a vehicle's value. So we'll see what happens with that. That's interesting. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean, I have a Jeep. that's It's a 95 Jeep Wrangler, and I think I pay $25 a year to... to for it now uh but i'd rather pay zero right yeah i like it um all right if at first you don't succeed try again nixa voters said no at the polls last november to higher taxes uh, so the city will be asking again this april nixa residents will decide whether to approve a three-fourth cent general sales tax increase that would be used solely for police uh, city leaders say that they have to add some more officers now and in the future. In fact, they are planning 20 years out um, based on the growth that they've had for the last 20 years, you know, projecting through 2040 um, and uh, also would need to build a new headquarters eventually. So that's I'm curious to see how that's going to shake out because it's uh, a couple of pretty substantial competing forces there. One being inflation out of control. Everything is costing us more. So taxpayers don't want to increase what they have to pay even more against we need police. We need the police to be a good force. We need them to have what they need. We need to have more police officers to keep our community safe. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Christian County is still, uh, it has been for multiple years, one of growing. the fastest growing counties in Missouri. So there's that, you know, um, cause it seems like you feel like it's small town and then you recognize like how many students they graduate in a class and you're like, Oh, that's not really a small town, you know, and just, you think of it as one, but not so much. Um, all right. I love this story. Springfield-based O'Reilly Auto Parts is celebrating its 6,000th store. Store number 6,000. Store number 6,000, as it were. <laughs> uh, in my tiny hometown, Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. How if about you don't that? know where that is, um, it's right by Muskogee, which Merle Haggard put us on the map. And if the young folks out there don't know who Merle Haggard is, look up the song that he did where he talks about Muskogee. Uh, Four Gibson is a 
much smaller town than Muskogee, but that is where the store is going. Uh, last year, the company's sales hit some $14 billion for the first time in company history. Also, shares for O'Reilly on February 17th hit a new 52-week high of $873.94 per share. That's incredible. That really is. Good for them. Good for them. And good for uh, Fort Gibson. I have a little Fort Gibson trivia because we used to go there a lot to visit your family. Now your family lives here. Uh, but it is uh, my understanding, Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is uh, the oldest city, uh, the oldest town in the entire state of Oklahoma. That is correct. What year? And there is there. Uh, no, that's that's a little too much for 1907. me. 1907. Oh, that doesn't actually seem that old. Um, and then there is uh, still the fort in Fort Gibson. Is that right? That is right. And the fort is the best. Um, if you haven't been to Fort Gibson, America, you really should go to the fort. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, it's a tiny town, but it is, it's neat like to see the fort. And we used to go every year on the field trip. Um, but anyway, don't blink or you'll miss it. There's one stoplight. Um, well, now it's got an O'Reilly's, so that's now good. Now it's got an O'Reilly's. Um, and um, I was going to see if you wanted to tell the good folks of, of the Ozarks about your recent <laughs> O'Reilly story. Uh, you already, we already did this. You already told them. You've told so many people now that I feel the, like we've already told people uh, uh, on the podcast. Have we did not? We was, have you, I did think we, we did. Know what happened at O'Reilly's? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like I've been, you put me on the spot so many times with this. I feel like I've already been grilled. Uh, uh, just in on case the podcast. anybody missed it, um, you got 30 seconds, newsman, wrap it up, but, but, uh, see if you can tie it into 30 seconds. Ready? Go. Why would I, why would I tell this story? Because it's hilarious <laughs> and you're funnier than me. I don't know. Uh, we were in St. Louis and we had a problem with the headlight on one of our automobiles, right? Is that right? We're in, actually in my hometown, Collinsville, Illinois, uh, which is not Illinois' oldest town, but it is home to the world's largest ketchup bottle. Uh, so we were there, and we had a headlight issue, and I it was it's a headlight that uh, I didn't I'd never seen before. <laughs> not that I have a lot of of uh, history with headlights. So we stopped at the. I know the good folks at O'Reilly are going to take care of us. So we stop in there. I tell them, you know, I'm from Springfield. I'm from headquarters. This is afterward, but first. I told Sarah to go in and to talk to the guy about getting us a new headlight. And I hid in the back seat of the car. And what else did you say to me? I said, tell him I'm not here. Right. He said, flirt. If you have to, I don't oh, know yeah, how yeah, to yeah. do this. And if you walk in and tell them <laughs> the headlights out, they'll probably come out and fix it on the yeah. spot. So yeah. as I'm walking into O'Reilly's, Ethan is like ducking under the wheel so that he cannot be seen. And of course, I wasn't going to flirt. I'm a married woman. So what I said is my husband is hiding in the van right now because he's embarrassed. <laughs> but what I need you to do is come outside and I'll pay you for it. But I need you to fix the headlight on my van. Um, I'll pay labor or whatever I need to do. But um, my husband certainly cannot do that on his own. <laughs> and the dude started cracking up laughing uh, as Ethan is ducking behind the wheel. And he comes out and Ethan was like, this one's a really complex one. I mean, I was looking at, and he was like, doop, doop, done, fixed. I was like, what do I, what do I owe you for that? He's like, uh, nothing. 
It you don't owe them anything. It's O'Reilly. It took me two seconds. That's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. Well, that, anyway. There's a little exaggeration going on in that story, but the, the gist of it is true. <laughs> uh, I have like other you, skills. When Ethan offers to help and he's like, uh, to my mother, my mom is in a wheelchair. And he's like, Ramona, can I get that for you? And she's like, yeah, could you help me? And he's like, uh, excuse me, Tony. Hey, Tony. Like, which is my sister's husband. <laughs> like, He's, you know what? He's, his hands are softer than mine and it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I married a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> anyway, all right. It's all right. Friday. Just in I case just, we, just you fun. That's all. Just in case you hadn't covered it on the podcast. There it is. <laughs> okay. Happy but Friday, I, But I everybody. do feel like we've been through this before several times, just in other settings. Uh, all right. Th thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. And uh, we'll see you back here bright and early Monday. Bye.